Rabbi Sai, good Erev Shabbos, Erev Shabbos Kaidish, Parshish, Bereshish, Tovshin, Pedalit, Erev Shabbos Kaidish, where we're going to have Erev Rosh the month of Cheshvan, which is unfortunately we're called, it's the way Chazal say it, Mar Cheshvan, the bitter month of Cheshvan. And this year, there's no question that we feel the bitterness even during the month of Tishrei, which is our time of joy, our time of Simcha. So the first thing is to be just to be mishtatif in the Tsar of the Tzibur and to feel the the pain and the suffering of what Klai has gone through and is going through and uh, to recognize that in the midst of of all of the pain and suffering, we see a tremendous amount of achtus, a tremendous outpouring of our nation, Mika Amcha Yisoy Geyachad Baritz, and we would like to use that as the focal point of what this Erev Shabbos Kodesh, the Torah podcast, should be with stories and with chizukim, and to see how from the Torah itself, when we have the Kol Kol Yaakov, when we have the voice of the Yaakov, when we strengthen ourselves in the Torah, we see what the Torah gives us, then the Yadayim, and at this particular point, the Yadayim Yidei Yishmo will be vanquished. And with our Limit Torah, and with our Chizuk amongst ourselves, let's be Mechazik with the Torah Kedoshah. The, the, the enemy, the Yishmaelim, Ashfeilim, what did they do? They attacked on our day of Simchas Torah. They tried to separate us from the ending of the Torah and the beginning of the Torah. But we know that Klai Yisrael, we carry the Torah, we'll be Mamshech the Torah, we are being Mamshech the Torah. So let's take a look at some very, very uh, simple things that we ourselves can draw inspiration from. In the beginning of Bereshis, we're all familiar with Bereshis, Barlokim, Es HaShamayim, Es Aritz. And Rashi points out, Amrib Yitzchak, some say it was Rashi's father, but later, Mephoshim say it was really the Medrash. And he asked the question, why does the Torah begin with Bereshis, with the story of creation, the Torah is a book of laws, should have started with the Pasuk of Acharish Zalachem, which is the first mitzvah <coughs> that Klai Yisrael was commanded. Why did it begin with Bereshis? Matam Pasuk Bereshis, and Rashi says the famous answer, Mishum Koyach Maisav Higid Lama Yilos Eslam Nachlas Goyim. Kodesh Baruch is giving strength to his nation, that we should know that if the Goyim come along and they'll say that we are robbers, we are marauders, we are listim, and we were kavish this land like the false narrative, which is used today in university campuses and by the liberal people who support the left and the Palestinians, that we are the ones that are kavish this land. So we tell them, Kola Arit Shalakarish Borhu, Bereshis Barla Kim and Sashmain Vazarza, Kodish Borhu created the heavens and the earth. Hubarasa, he created it, Venasna Lashir Yashir Ba'inov, and he gave it to the ones that was true in his eyes. Kadush Baruch was the one that the, that promised us this land. And this is such an emphatic uh, Rashi and such an emphatic beginning of the Torah, the whole purpose of the reason why the Torah is discussing creation of the heavens and the earth is in order to implant that the Torah 
tells us that God gave the land to the Jews and the land belongs to the Yidden. And over here we always raise the question, well, that's very, very nice, but the world doesn't look at it in such a way. The Goyim, Yemach Shmon they're always looking for reasons why we shouldn't be able to. We stole the land. We absurded the land. The answer is we're not necessarily going to be able to give answers to our haters, to our enemies. But we ourselves have to be machazik in the emuna that the only re- way we have the ability to stand there is because we realize this is the nachlas Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch who gave it to His nation. And therefore we should stand strong and we should have emunah bitochen. HaKadosh Baruch who gave us this land and HaKadosh Baruch who is watching over us. The land... From the beginning of the of the year until the end of the year, Kodesh Baruch Hu is constantly watching this land. Kodesh Baruch Hu's divine presence is here. And even though last Shabbos, everyone asked, how could it be such a, a tremendous uh, loss of life? And where was Tzahal? And where was the intelligence? We recognize everything is beyond our comprehension, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we will soon see some tremendous, tremendous stories of of, of Nisim V'Niflos, which will help us in our Amun and Bitochen. So that's the first lesson. The first lesson is that the Torah is beginning its message to us again. From the beginning, we should again recognize this is our Amun HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us this land and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to watch over us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to give us a siyat HaDashmaya as we turn and we call out to him and we ask that he should have mercy and he should protect our soldiers so we should recognize and protect the people that are in this land then this is the Haftacha. Yesterday I gave a shmooze in the yeshiva in Beit Shemesh and I went to my son's house, to Reb Dover's house and as we were sitting there all of a sudden, the sirens went off, and they have a you know they have a protected room. We went into the protected room. The whole family, the children, the grandchildren, and immediately I started saying till him. My children and grandchildren started saying till him, and this is one of the lessons that we have to learn that we say to him as Rav Shach Zatzal used to say during the Gulf War to him negatilim. The antidote for the missiles is to say to him for sure. We have to do the hashtadlis, we have to go into the sealed rooms, but we should recognize that the real defense, the real Iron Dome, for sure the Iron Dome is a tremendous, tremendous help, but the real protection is only from HaKadosh Baruch We have to turn to HaKadosh Baruch and when we, and that will be the defense, and that will also be the offense. We'll be able to go on the offense with this Tehillim. I remember during the Gulf War, there was a woman in Bayit Fagan, a very righteous woman, and then there was worry about chemical warfare, and then they would have different Azorim, different places in the country, A, one, two, three, four, five, and when she would go into the sealed room, she would continue to say to him, even after the all-clear siren went off in Yushalayim, she would continue to say to him until the last, until the last sirens went off in the places which, the all-clear siren went off in the places where there was danger. There's no question, as I told someone yesterday, we had a, we've, we've had landings uh, yesterday when the, when, the, when the missile fell. My son Abiyako's room, his building was shaking. He was in the sealed room. His children were there with him. Baruch Hashem. 
we are used to it in Eretz Yisrael, not used to it, we shouldn't get used to it, but we've gone through it, and Yerushalayim, very, very little has happened, we have to be very, very thankful to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. but people in Shterot, people in the South, people in the Merkaz, those are the people we have to continue to daven for, and this is incumbent upon not only the Jews in Eretz Yisrael, but the Jews in Chutzlaret, so we're asking everyone, this is the time to daven, and as we daven, that itself will be not only the defense, but it will also give us chizuk. The Pasuk begins in Sefer Bereshis, and this is, someone pointed out, very apropos, unfortunately, to our situation. What other words could we describe the situation? The land was desolate, and as Rashi points out, toyu vavayu, it's literally like bewildered, and it was darkness, al and this is the situation that we have found ourselves in. It's almost as if our feet were pulled out from underneath us. We have no understanding. We were shocked. <coughs> we still are in shock. And there's fear, and there's the unknown, and the surprise. <coughs> and every single one of us is shaken to our core. <laughs> but there's a few things we have to know. Number one is we have to know Brought that in the Svarim, that if we know the beginning pasuk, Bereishis Bara Lakim, If we recognize that in the beginning, everything in the beginning, right away, we should recognize, oh, Hakadosh Baruch Hu created the heavens, and this is the first thing we have to recognize. And the Haaretz is Sayyavavayu, the earth, the Gashmistical world. Sometimes those things are Tayyavavayu. But in the heavens, everything is clear. So even though in the Aritz it's Haisa Sayo Vavayu, but in the heavens, everything is Bereya Salakim, the Rabbanisham. If we'll recognize that everything is really creations of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then we get through the Tayo Vavayu. The next thing to know is what the Pasuk says at the end of that Pasuk. The spirit of HaKadosh Baruch Hu was hovering over the water. And the Medrash says, what is the spirit? Zehu, Ruch HaShemelech HaMashiach. This is the spirit of the King Mashiach. That was the Ruach HaLakim, which was Merachefes, and it's really a message for all difficult times. Every single time there's Toyo Vavayu, and this has been, unfortunately, our lot throughout the history. We've gone through a lot of Toyo Vavayu, but we have to recognize there's Ruch HaLakim, Merachefes Al Pnei There's a light the light of Mashiach, which is hovering. And even though man can come along, when we say man, the enemy of man, and destroys, and is mashchus to and it turns the world into toyo vavayu, and there's many, many tsaris, and there's many, many yusurim, and we've gone through inquisitions and pogroms, and now a modern-day pogrom and a modern-day holocaust. But we have to know, this is all the Ruch shal Mashiach, this is the Irish of Mashiach, which is here. And I want to be clear about this. When we say that the Irish of Mashiach, for sure, many, many people are saying, ah, this is Mashiach Zeitin, maybe this is Mechemes Magog. We are not Nevi'im, we are not of that uh, capability to be able to say what exactly is happening. But it's Borur, there's no question that this is the Ikvis of Mashiach, and this seems to be the last, the last moments but we cannot say for sure that, oh, this is going to happen, and this is going to happen. No, we don't have that luxury. 
There are simanim. There are simanim. And we know what Chazal say. Ma yasa odom what should man do in order to be saved from the Chevle Mashiach, from the birth pangs of Mashiach? Yasik Betayra Ubegmilas Chasadim. That's what's incumbent upon us. To what? To be Isaac in the Torah. And that's our weapon, our weapon of Torah, to do good deeds. I, I sent out a little bit that was asked by High Lifeline to send out a little message. How it's important, especially here in Israel, for the parents that have their children at home, to play with their children, to be pleasant with their children, to be pleasant with your spouses, to be pleasant with your neighbors, and for us to look for chasadim, and I know everyone is doing their best, everyone is pouring in money into all the different things that the soldiers should have, and you have to recognize there are also so many people in distress from the south that their homes and their kibbutzim were destroyed. There's going to be a tremendous amount of need for support my own son, Yehuda Leib, was in the mental health field, spent yesterday with groups of those that were at the rave party, and they were the survivors, and he was dealing with getting them through the, tra- the trauma, and it's really beyond description. There's much that has to be done, but we should not lose hope. We shouldn't be Mishayish. Why? Because, or what the next Pesach says, I said, said there should be light and there will be light. And this is what the Chafetz Chaim, the Holy Chafetz Chaim said that the Torah begins with these stories as lessons for our children and our lessons for ourselves. That there will be Matzavim of Toyu Vavayu. There'll be Chayshech. But we have to know, Ma'at Mina'ar, a little bit of light is Daicha Harbe Mina Chayshech. And the light is the light of the Torah, the light of mitzvahs, the light of achtos, the light of caring about another yid. And this is what we teach our children and we teach ourselves. And we have to chazer it over. Again, beratious, a new beginning, a new understanding. And then maybe now we see it a lot clearer that the Ruach Elohim is merachefes al pnei amoyim, the Irish Mashiach is here. Yehi or, there should be light. We spread light. And by spreading our light, that would be Doiche, the Yadayim Yedei Shemoel. The uh, great son in law of Revel Yashiv, Yabitzhok Zobishtin Shlita, he says that we have great mitzvahs which we can fulfill when we have to go into sealed rooms. We have to go into our places. Four mitzvahs, listen to these mitzvahs, that we could do. Number one is Amunah and Akadosh Baruch. As we're going into the sealed room, that a person should strengthen his emunah, that I'm in the hands of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Emunah, Rabbi Sai. That's a key mitzvah. Rabbi Yonah says in Shari Tshuva, the Pasuk, he says, when we'll go into battle against the enemies, you shouldn't be afraid. There's a warning that we have to have bitachin on a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Ki karev lireyav ha Kaddish Baruch Hu is karev lireyav he listens to us. HaKadosh Baruch is with us. So this is a great lesson. As we go into the sealed rooms and every person feels it. Ah, I was speaking uh, yesterday, the other day to the boys in Mechon Shlomo and we were speaking about the Gulf War. We were speaking about going into the sealed rooms and it was a little joke that I said, we're going to leave that for right now. But the most important thing is to recognize that we have to have a Muna HaKadosh Baruch Mitzvah number two. When we go into the sealed rooms, there's a mitzvah of davening, saying Tehillim, and we should say Tehillim as much as we can, even more not in the sealed rooms. 
but for sure when we're, we're there, we should say it, and we fulfill the mitzvah deraisa even according to the shittas haramban, because it's ace tzara, ace tzara when there's a time of distress, of difficulties, which is what we're in now, ace tzari liyakov, and we daven from the depths of our heart. <coughs> so then we're makayim a mitzvah deraisa. Mitzvah number three is the mitzvah of tshuva. <coughs> we have an obligation, especially when we see that the Kodesh Baruch Hu is arousing us, <coughs> the shofar is being blown, and as the Rambam says in Nuchot Tshuva, when there's a war, it's happening, and a person says it's just natural, then that in itself is not the proper thing to do, but we have to be ma'ayra in the darkei tshuva. And I know over here, when it comes to tshuva, this is really the big test for us to do tshuva. But I saw an interesting insight, Revolvi's Zetzal, during the Yom Kippur War, he was flown to the Suez Canal where the Egyptian, where the Israeli troops were located to give shmuzin, to give chizukim. And he was on a Hercules plane. And as they were getting close to the place where they were going to land, all of a sudden the, the, the plane like dipped completely down and it was mamish hovering over the earth. And he was afraid. He said, maybe there's a, we're going to crash. And they told him, no, you don't have to worry about it. Right now, this area, we want to go beneath the radar of the Egyptian uh, defense mechanisms. So therefore, the pilot is very, very, he's professionally knows how to do it. And we don't have to worry about it. And Revolbi was the quincentennial Balmusser. He said a great lesson you can learn from this, that there are certain times that we can go beneath the radar of the Yetzirah and the Sutton. Like this, normally the Yetzirah and the Sutton, they, he has us in, our, in his sights, and therefore he causes us, he entices us to do sins. But there are certain times, okay, when we go beneath the radar, and now we can do tshuva. And what can we do in the tshuva in that moment? Could be we're not going to accept everything and turn everything around. He says, little things. Be makabal in yourself, some small aspect. Some tikkun. Giving a smile to another person, doing a ches to another person, sending tzedakah. I'm going to say tilim with more kavana. I'm going to, 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 to learn for the sake, whatever I can do for the, for the population, for the soldiers. Those things are all aspects of tshuva underneath the radar. That is lesson number three. And lesson number four, what a great lesson that we have to, after we see that we were saved and we came out, we have to be we have to be thankful to God to say the film of Rabbi said these are really opportunities for us to take heed and this Shabbos we should all contemplate how much whatever we can do to, 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 to be macabre ourselves to Shabbos to make the Shabbos better uh, all the, everyone says that that, that this is one of the things that Tukunim we should make. Kabbalah Shabbos, okay, maybe learn by the table, maybe say Tillam by the table. Everything that we can do uh, for the sake of making this Shabbos, this Shabbos gracious, it should be a Shabbos, it should be a new beginning, a new Shabbos. The, um, I want to say two stories and then one last vart. Number one is there are so many and so many miracles in this aspect of of Haidul Hashem, in the midst of the darkness, there was light. One soldier, one, he, he wasn't acting the shoulder, he just was lived in one of those kibbutzib right next to the, right next to the border, and it was attacked, and he happened to have gotten up, and he 
was an Israeli soldier who knew what to, he knew how to defend himself, and he ended up himself personally killing dozens of terrorists, almost single-handedly, maybe one or two other people that he was able to do it, and he knew how to take defensive positions, and he hid from the Arabs, and he was able to kill them and to shoot them, and it ended up he got wounded at a certain point, and he was taken to the hospital, and when he left the hospital, he wasn't seriously wounded, it seems. There were over 200 people from his kibbutz that came up. They already had fled. There's no places to go to. But they came to cheer him on and to thank him. One man was able to save 200 people. What a mess in the midst of the darkness. Another story, a, a, the door story. I just saw the story today. Uh, there was a person that needed a door. You know, They so wanted to get a new door for his house. And... Uh, there's a the supplier is, lives in the Merkaz. This person lived in the south, and he ordered a door. The guy, the person came, and he look. It was a, a good gazunta door, and he and they put it together, and then after he left, the person they called him and said, you know, the door really it's not closing well. The only way we can keep it like closed, we have to lock it from the inside. If not, it opens up. It opens up. So he said, listen, I'm going to come after the chag and I'll uh, fix it. Right now, you just have to keep it like that. And he was thinking about this, and then when the attack took place, started thinking about, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. the door that I gave him wasn't, wasn't a good door. And immediately after the Chag, he called the family, and the woman answered, and he says, listen, I just have to, I want to come down to fix the door. He says, you don't know what kind of miracle you had. We're like, we're like the first of the houses in this Mashav. And when the terrorists, Yemach Shom came, they came to our house because we couldn't keep the door closed. That locked it. It was completely locked. And they tried to get in. They couldn't get in. And they left us. They went on, unfortunately, to other houses. But we were saved. What looked like a, like a defective uh, situation turned into a big tikkun. Why that family and other families? Only the Rabbanishim was the one that knows for, for, knows for sure. There's a couple that was saved. And a, 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 when I say elderly couple people in their late 60s, early 70s, a woman by the name of Rachel, Sephardic Jews, and she herself is known in the whole area to be a warm, bubby type of person. I want to call her Mama Rachel. And this Mama Rachel, the Arabs captured her and her husband, and her own son was on the team of soldiers that was trying to get in to save, to save her and him. And for hours she was captured and they were, they, and they were, they, they would, they, they were going to. And who knows what? And she has this tremendous ability. She cooks and she bakes, and people come from all around the country to her house, and she makes these delicious foods. And she knows how to speak Arabic, so she's speaking to them in Arabic, and she's serving them food. And she says, "Oh, do you want some tea?" She starts making some, and she knows how to make jokes. And at the end of the day, even when the Arabs, they didn't kill her. For two, for for many many hours they were there, and eventually, the Israelis were able to storm, able to kill the Arabs, and they walked out without a stretch. Their house is completely completely torn up, but you have to. If you saw the interview of the of the Mama Rachel, these are all the Mama Rachel stories, Rabbi Zay. These are all episodes which show, amidst in the darkness, Hakadosh Baruch is with us. One last vart which we're going to share which is from the Vilna Gain. The Vilna Gain says, on the Pasuk later on, when it says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, 
the story of the Chet of Adam Arishin. So we know that the, the Nachash enticed Chava, and Chava went and she enticed, and she ate, and then she gave to her husband. So the Pasuk says, in Perik Gimel, Pasuk Vavatari Ishiki Toiva, it's Lamacho. Chava saw that the eats was 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 delicious. The hitavli nine, the nechmad ha eats lahashkil, batikach mipiri batoychal. She took from the fruit and she ate it. Batiten gam leisha ima vayoychal. She gave it to her husband in order to what? To eat from it, and that was the chet of other merishin. The medrash says on the pasuk vatera, it says why did. Why did uh, Adam Arishan sin? It's to the Medrash says a Medrash plea. The Medrash plea says that Adam Arishan saw Shtayim. He only saw two things. He saw two. That's it. Because he saw two, therefore he sinned. So everyone has to cash it. What's Pshat? He saw two. So the uh, the Vilna Gain says in the Kol Eliyol, he says, we know that the Mishnah says, If you see three things, you won't come with the Avera. What are the three things? A person should know where he, come, where he comes from, which is Tipus Rucha. Where is he going? He's going to go to an offer, Rima Vesalea, after a person dies. And the last thing is, In front of who? Are you going to have to give a din v'cheshbon? So there are three things that a person should do, and not to sin. But Adam Arishin was only able to see two. Why? Because on the simple level, is he didn't have dama ayin basa since he was made by man. Since he was made, excuse me, by a kodesh baruch, he wasn't made by man. So therefore, he didn't come from a tipus rucha. So since he didn't have that aspect, which is according to the mafarshim that shows how could you, that a person should be humble. So he only had the last two, which is Lana Tahilech, Lifnaimiato Us and Lutin Din Vachajbin. Therefore, since he only rushed Nayim, therefore he didn't sin. The Sefer Pardis asks in the Vilna Gain that Lachaira, he also didn't have Lana Tahilech because he didn't go, there was no Misa. It says, Lamakam Afar Rima Visalea. Other Mauritian was in a pristine state. He, there wasn't a gzair of Misa yet. It's only after he, had, he ate from the Eitz Adas, then it happened. So therefore, again, so that's something which was missing. So some of the Mepharsh I want to say is that, well, you know what? That part he did have, because the Kaddish Baruch said, if you will eat from the Eitz Adas, so therefore the warning he did have, so therefore, since he, had the, the, since he did have it, so therefore the, he did have that aspect of the honor but it could be that even though he didn't have Me'ayim Basa, and it seems to be he didn't have La'ana Tehoilech, but he did have La'ana Tehoilech and the fact that he was warned about it. But Eina Daima Shmi Hearing it and seeing it is two different things. Only when a person sees death does a person fully comprehend it. He only had a warning. And I think this is a tremendous lesson for all of us we have to recognize the Rabbanu Shalom has brought this tremendous makkah into the world and the suffering 
is beyond our comprehension. But we have to be mechazik, and we have to recognize that the or is there. The or is something which is going to give us tremendous, tremendous chizuk. I saw a gewaldic avort from the Vilna Gaon, but right now we're going to have to end this um, podcast at this time. We want to give everybody a bracha that this Shabbos should be a new beginning. We should pray and daven for our brethren who are on the front lines. We should pray for the Yidden and Eretz Yisrael. And people in Chutzel Eretz, Rav Sturmbach says, everyone has to realize we're all in the same boat. Yidden are all together. And everyone should be safe and sound. And Mirz Hashem, we should be zoichet to hear together the call of the Irish HaMashiach, Mimherev Yameinu Amen, wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it would be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.